Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to Empowering Family Caregiver Show on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Meghna Giridhar, your host for today's show sponsored by eCareDiary.com. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So today we will talk about dealing with the breast cancer diagnosis. To help shed light on this, I'm very pleased to introduce our distinguished guest, Margaret Lesh. Margaret is the author of Let Me Get This Off My Chest, her collection of essays, anecdotes, and life lessons told from the perspective of a two-time breast cancer survivor. She's also the author of several works of fiction, including the young adult novel, Normalish, Finding a Man for Sylvia, and the soon-to-be-released companion novel to Normalish called My Friends Are All Strange. Margaret, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I wanted to begin by asking why you felt compelled to write about your journey uh, through your book, Let Me Get This Off My Chest. Um, Well, breast cancer diagnosis is a scary, emotional thing. Women, and sometimes men because men do get breast breast cancer also, uh, dealing with their diagnosis will face their fears. They'll have many questions about their futures and their treatments and they'll most likely be in a bit of shock. When I was uh, diagnosed with invasive ductal carcinoma the first time back in 2000, I found that it really helped when I talked to other women who had been through the process already, had gone through treatment and come out the other side. They gave me some idea what to expect, and they gave me hope for my own future. In writing my book, I wanted to pay it forward and help other women going through that scary emotional experience that is breast cancer by sharing what I had learned, but in an honest, non-clinical, easy-to-read way without scaring them. I wanted my book to feel as if they were sitting across the kitchen table talking with a friend. I also wanted to talk about what it was like having a mastectomy. Um, I shared my thoughts about losing my breasts, my fears, my anxieties, what my scars looked like, and also what the reconstruction process involved, because it's a topic that sometimes scares people, They feel awkward and uncomfortable speaking about it. And after I started writing about my own experiences on my blog um, and talking about that with breast cancer, with mastectomy and reconstruction, I noticed it was easier to talk about it with other people. Um, People often stay silent on this issue because they don't know what to say or they're afraid of saying the wrong thing. But if we're not afraid to discuss it and if we do discuss it, then it will open up the dialogue for more conversation. And I, I know that the more I opened up the discussion with others, the less self-conscious I became. So that was another reason for writing Let Me Get This Off My Chest. I wanted to extend the conversation to others in an effort to help people feel more at ease talking about the subject. And I also wanted to share things I'd learned going through my own treatment and, and recurrence. I felt that if I could help just one woman out there, as well as help the families and friends of women going through breast cancer, those playing valuable support roles, then writing the book would have been worth it. So I guess that, that answers your question. Absolutely. What are your suggestions for someone who's just been given a breast cancer diagnosis or someone who's just begun on that journey? A diagnosis of breast cancer feels devastating at the time. A woman or a man, who men do get breast cancer also, I will probably be experiencing feelings of shock. They'll be a little off balance and they'll have a million things growing through their heads at once. 
So one suggestion is to take someone with you to your doctor's appointments to be a second set of ears and to drive if you're not in shape to do that. Also, bring a notebook to write down anything you want to remember later, um, anything that your doctor says during your appointments. Uh, Bring a list of any questions you have with you to your appointments. Don't trust that you'll remember those questions when you're in the doctor's office because chances are good that you'll forget that important thing you wanted to ask. Also, uh, take advantage of the breast cancer coordinator assigned to you by your health care provider. Call them with any questions you might have about your treatment and about any resources out there. Uh, There are many organizations that provide free caps, scarves, and wigs for women undergoing chemotherapy, as well as makeup and special bras. There's a lot of support out there if you know where to go. And if you have a question or concern about your surgeon's course of treatment, don't be afraid to get a second opinion. What about uh, tips for a, a woman who's about to undergo um, a mastectomy? I, I'm sure that's that's something even more complicated than the first initial diagnosis because this is, um, you know, this is a surgical procedure and it kind of is a lot more intense. Uh, do you have any additional suggestions or some other tips that would be helpful? Yes, that there are different, you know, there are different concerns when you're having mastectomy surgery. Um, I found that it was the little things that made the difference for me and, and some things that women don't always think about. Um, the little things like if you're going to have surgery for mastectomy, remember to bring shirts with you to the hospital that button in the front because you won't be able to pull a shirt on over your head for a few days. Uh, wear shoes or bring shoes that slip on and off so you don't have to bend down and bring pillows for the car ride home because, trust me, you will feel every single bump on the road traveling home. I know I did. Um, Another thing to think about is to make sure that you have something comfortable to sleep on, such as a reclining chair or an adjustable bed, because the first couple of weeks are going to be rough while your body is going through the healing process, and you'll have to sleep on your back, which takes its toll after a few nights. Um, women need to take it easy the first couple of weeks and don't get discouraged if their recovery takes longer than they think it should because it's a process. Um, Another thing to think about is doing arm exercises as soon as the doctor says you can because if you don't start moving your arms a little bit, you might end up with frozen shoulder or other complications. Um, But women need to, you know, make sure that they get that cleared with their doctor Um, Also ask about the risks of developing lymphedema, which is a swelling that happens in the arms after surgery if you've had lymph nodes removed, which most of us who have undergone breast cancer surgery have. Um, After surgery, the woman has to be careful about lifting anything over a few uh, pounds to avoid lymphedema. And this is important. Just remember to be kind to yourself. Call your doctor or advice nurse if anything feels out of the ordinary. So those are a few suggestions for someone about to have a mastectomy. Now, from the family caregiver's point of view, um, that's also tough because um, I'm sure it's a shock for those caring for their loved ones who have just been given this devastating news. What should they do to be helpful or to just kind of be a good support partner? That's a really good question. Um, my 
one thing I, I say is, you know, don't be afraid to reach out if you know someone who's been diagnosed with breast cancer. Send a card at least, um, make a phone call. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything more than telling the woman, I'm so sorry you're going through this. You're in my thoughts. Acknowledgement is important. We want to know that, that people recognize what we're going through. Um, if you say silent about it, then it makes us think that you don't care what we're going through. Um, also, um, people can offer to help in any way they think would be helpful. If a woman has children, um, offer to pick them up from school or to babysit. If a woman is going through chemotherapy or radiation treatment, you can give her cards to local restaurants so she doesn't have the added challenge of having to put another meal on the table. Um, helping with um, housework, laundry is a big one. That can really help. It can you know, pile up quickly. So, you know, reach out somehow, um, send flowers, send chocolates, do something to let her know that you care. Those are a few things. Mm-hmm. You, um, Margaret, you are a two-time breast cancer survivor. How has this entire process changed your life? For me, and um, this is true for every cancer survivor I've spoken to, um, Cancer diagnosis has a way of, of pretty much instantly resetting a person's priorities. Um, after my first diagnosis, I quickly realized what was most important to me, my family, my close friends, and what was not. Going through treatment, uh, I found strength that I didn't know that I had. Uh, we are all stronger than we think we are, and we're capable of much more than we realize. And uh, I became kinder to myself. I learned how to stop and take naps to rest when I needed it, and to say no, which women don't like to do. We like to please everyone. (laughs) I made a Mm -hmm. conscious decision to turn down work assignments that I knew would be too physically taxing, and I made the conscious decision to be happy with less. Um, I also began taking a weekly yoga class after I recovered from my surgery. Uh, My health uh, became a priority. Uh, I decided I would no longer reschedule doctor's appointments when work got in the way, something I had done in the past, letting my work take precedence over medical appointments. Um, Not only did I become kinder to myself, I tried to be kinder to others, uh, to be more considerate and mindful of their feelings. Lately, it seems that there isn't enough kindness and compassion in the world, and I think that's something that most of us can probably work on. We can all try to be more patient with people that we encounter in our daily lives, because we really don't know what kind of challenges they might be facing at any given time. Um, Having cancer made me want to use my time wisely, not waste it, and be more picky about who I spent my time with. I didn't want to let those with negative attitudes and emotions take away my joy at living and being given a second chance. I asked myself lots of questions like, what things about yourself and your life would you change if you had a chance? How can I make my life better going forward? Um, Breast cancer changed my life by forcing me to evaluate myself, my life. It made me focus on what I could do better. It helped me to seek joy in the small moments, not to take myself too seriously, which is really important, I think, and to laugh as much as possible, and to do things I ordinarily wouldn't do, such as this interview. We are so, so we are so very thankful to to have you share your experiences. It's it's uh, you know it's not easy um, you know to kind of having gone through this process. But I I know many of our listeners 
who may be in the in the same situation would find this extremely helpful. Um, so it's 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 an honor for us to have you as a guest today. Oh well, thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. It was. <laughs> It was and, and very different. <laughs> Not my usually I'm usual glad. Tuesday morning. <laughs> so thank you for having me. Um, oh, absolutely. We would love to have you back to discuss um, other aspects of uh, breast cancer at some later point. Uh, but I would like to share your website URL with our listeners so they could visit your uh, website for more information about your books and any other resources that you provide. Um, Margaret Lesh can be reached at www.margaretlesh.com. That's L-E-S-H, margaretlesh.com, once again. I'd like to thank our audience for tuning in today. Join us next time on Tuesday, October 11th at 2 p.m. Eastern for our next Caregiver Speak radio show. Our caregiving expert, Marjorie Papp Steinmetz, will speak to three experts about new developments involving the National Center for Creative Aging's Creative Caregiving Guide. To learn more about eCare Diary and our upcoming shows, visit www.ecarediary.com. Registration is free and gives you immediate access to your personal care diary tools. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. My Twitter address is eCare underscore diary. Thank you once again. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you so much.